Cool. All right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, BC here. I have another special guest for you for Supreme Being. You guys know I don't really interview people too often. It's usually me uh, rifling off off the top of my head for 30, 40 minutes. But uh, Fraser decided to join us today. I got connected with him through, uh, I believe, Naomi and Glenn from Australia, from Down Under. Super cool <laughs> dude. Um, I know he's plant-based too. He's down the rabbit hole as well in regards to the government. So as always, I say, I'll pass it to you, brother, and you can introduce yourself. Brian, thank you, brother. I appreciate you, man. I'm excited to be on your show and just drop some knowledge about anything and everything, performance, plant-based nutrition, entrepreneurial mindset. I've found that in my own journey, a lot of those things tie together. Like you talk about in your show, um, there was one episode that you did where you were talking about how you need to take care of your vessel, for example, and how taking care of your vessel can help you think, think better, think with more clarity. And I've found as a young parent that's been paramount for me as an entrepreneur in terms of my levels of productivity and how I get things done. Um, just a quick backstory. I used to be a butcher in my teens, suffered through a ton of mental health issues in my early years. Um, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, severe social anxiety, ADHD, um, suicidal at times. Dude, I was, I was a hot mess and went back, left butchery, went back to study uh, nutrition and human structure and function and even psychology as well. And really started to change the trajectory, trajectory of my life after that. And so here I am now from New Zealand, living in the U.S., and traveling in our RV with my wife and daughter and doing plant-based nutrition online for people. So it's definitely been a crazy journey. And a lot of the stuff that you share, I completely resonate with because it is the things that I've actually been able to use in my life to change my life. So a lot of the things that you talk about are things that I have had to do and done through my own transformation and, and journey to really come to the point where I'm at now. Love that, man. Let's start with, um, with, with the lifestyle and the diet because, you know, I went plant-based about five years ago and I still get so much shit from people, you know, because there's so much misinformation out there or they'll quote some scientist yeah. who supposedly knows more and I'm not a scientist, so what do I know? Talk about that, dude, because obviously physically, I think your shoulders are like as big as my head. You're a big dude, <laughs> right? You take yeah. care of yourself. You kind of break that paradigm. So maybe give some people a backstory on how you flipped from a regular diet to going plant-based and maybe some, some tips for them because I have so many questions and I feel like since I'm still new, I don't feel quite as qualified to talk about it maybe as openly as you do. Yeah. And you know, that's one of the biggest barriers for a lot of people is the amount of misinformation online. So they'll post something, Hey guys, I'm thinking about going plant-based vegan and you get so many people coming out saying, Hey, I know, Joe's uncle's sister's brother who had protein and it's always stories and one of the th common threads that I found with people when they run into issues with a plant-based diet is they didn't take enough time to go through a trial and error process to figure out what actually worked for them and so one of the things that I think is really important for your listeners to understand is that it's kind of like riding a bike you don't just read about riding the bicycle and then go out and ride it you have to have the training wheels on it at one point and then you eventually get those off and then you wobble a bit and you might fall and then you get back up and you keep perfecting it and dietary patterns are a lot like that and so 
I relate a lot of those things to what I call biofeedback. And so biofeedback is the stuff that you talk about. It's energy levels, mental clarity, performance, but it, it digs deeper than that in terms of digestive response. So are you getting bloating? Are you getting reflux? Are you getting diarrhea? Are you constipated? Are you getting skin problems, psoriasis, acne? All of those things are your body trying to communicate with you that something is out of homeostasis. Something's not in balance. And often people don't understand the signal. And so they use an, an, an artificial exogenous medication or something to interrupt that loop. So for example, people are feeling tired. They don't know how to look at their sleep patterns or the foods they're eating to help improve the, the depth of their sleep or the energy levels or their thyroid function or any of these things. And so they use caffeine or they use Adderall or Ritalin. And so there's so many things that people will use as this mechanism to almost try and bypass that loop. And so with a plant-based diet, I definitely think that there's a couple of different ways you can approach it. You know, you can approach it by phasing things in. I always talk it from a positive perspective of rather than just removing everything out of your current diet and then you're like, wow, what do I even insert into my diet now? Crowd your existing diet out by adding new foods in. So I don't know. I'm curious how you made the transition. So for me, it was over a period of just a couple of weeks where I just kept adding things in. And I would add things in and add, add stuff in. And I literally crowded out all the old foods. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm done. And that was it. And so I think that's a positive methodology to use because it's not just like you're removing everything. And then you'll have to figure out what to put in its place. And there's all kinds of stuff we can talk about regarding protein requirements and macronutrients and micronutrients. So I'm assuming that probably a lot of your listeners are interested in personal development and want to improve their mental clarity and their memory and their energy levels and all these things. And I say to people, think of food like software and your body is like hardware, like a computer. You can, add, you can put in a good operating system update to your computer to make it run more effectively and that's like good whole plant foods. Or you can put in a virus like a McDonald's or or a piece of junk food, and it acts like a virus. What does that do? It slows the computer down. It makes it crash. All these problems start to happen with the hardware. And so I talk about it like that in the sense that the food that you put into your system, it creates a chemical cascade in your body. And so people who get brain fog, they, they struggle to focus. They lack mental clarity. That can often be attributed to what they're eating. And do coming from a place where I had massive problem learning disabilities and anxiety and all these issues, I can firsthand tell you that improving your diet is a massive, massive part of the equation. So, I mean, wherever you want to discuss, we can go anywhere, man. Cool. And I'm glad you brought that up, dude, because, you know, there's two angles that, and, and two things that I'm thinking of as you were speaking. Um, you know, the first thing was my transition. I'm, I've always been hardcore, dude. So literally, I remember I, I forget what I watched or what I read. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try this out for a couple of weeks. I'm just going to go vegan. And the first two days were basically like fasting for me because anything I was grabbing and looking at, I'm like, fuck, that's not vegan. Shit, that's not vegan. God damn it. That's not vegan. You know, so I took those two days. I probably didn't even eat those 48 hours, which I fast anyway. Right. But I was like, you know what? Now I can start digging and researching. And even those two days fasting, I felt better. I started introducing the vegan diet. And 
my thing was I'm going to experiment it, right? I want to go through it myself and see how my body responds. And I think within 10 days, I was like, I'm never going back to eating non-vegan food, non-plant-based food because the transformation for me has been so good. My energy levels are up. I'm sleeping better. I'm waking up quicker. No brain fog. I'm sharper when I'm selling. You know, I can listen better. I feel like I'm uh, retaining more information when I read, right? And I study. So everything you described, I experienced. So as you're naming it, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. And that's kind of how I preach it to people. Don't listen to what I'm saying. Try it out. Just make sure, like you said, take a look at it. It's like, put the training wheels on the bike first. Secondly, going through all my injuries with basketball is when I started, you know, through my trainers, experiencing the medical side and then also experiencing changes in my diet. Because when you play professionally, you have all that stuff taken care of. Professionally, they started introducing a vegan type of diet for us that was like 90, 95% plant-based, you know, 15 years ago when I was still playing right? Uh, And that kind of put my antennas up. But secondly, I saw, I said, look, I'm going to the doctors and what are they doing? They're not fixing my issues. They're prescribing medicine, right? It's like a bandaid over the wound. I was like, this is bullshit. I remember, bro, getting kicked out of a hospital for going off on a doctor. I was like, dude, stop fucking giving me pills. Fix my fucking ankle. All you guys do is prescribe (laughs) me pills. Fuck the pills. They don't work. So, you know, that's kind of when I saw they do it on purpose. They feed us bullshit to get us sick, to then give us medicine that gives us more medicine and more medicine and more medicine. It's a trap, right? But if we yeah. talk about that, it's a conspiracy, right? Yeah, we're just making stuff up. So, and that's, and, that's, and that's the thing, dude, is like they'll give you pain medications to manage your pain, and then you get constipated as hell as a byproduct of that, and then you get put on, on, on medications that help relieve constipation, and then that has a series of effects that you need then to be medicated for something else. And so it really is a money-making machine, money-making machine, brother. Spot on, bro. Two things I want to throw to you because these are uh, backlash and negative kind of comments I get for plant-based and I want to pass this question to you. Um, One is we're lacking as vegan, like we're not going to get everything we need, the nutrients, the vitamins, and minerals, and I want to pass that to you. And also people saying, well, I'm an athlete. I can't be an athlete, build muscle, be explosive, be strong and recover yeah. on a plant-based diet. So I want to throw those questions to you because I know you have a lot of direct experience with them. Yeah, dude. I mean, the first thing I will say is if you look at a plant-based diet, it is a well-planned plant-based diet is hands down the highest in antioxidant content. And like you were talking about with your injuries and stuff, a prime mover, especially I found for for guys as they age, the, the injuries linger longer. They take, they, they just, they don't seem to go away. One of the things that I've noticed when guys switch to a plant-based diet is that the injuries definitely ease up and they, they heal a lot quicker. Obviously subjective, but that is their experience. And I think it comes in a couple of different factors. One, plant foods definitely contain massively high levels of antioxidant content. And that helps reduce down all the, the metabolic byproducts and oxidation in your body. So think of like your body like a car, right? It's sitting outside. And if you start getting rust on that vehicle, eventually everything just starts to break down. The body oxidation in the body is very, very similar. And so antioxidants are kind of like you taking a vehicle into a panel beater and they, they beat all the, the panels right, they get all the rust off, they repaint it, everything like that. 
it works the same way in terms of reducing oxidation. So oxidation is what ages you. It makes you, you look older. It makes you age faster. It makes you heal slower. And we can even relate this to the whole COVID-19 thing from the perspective of if you want to give yourself the best chance of remaining healthy, you want to improve the way that your immune system handles outside stimulus. Mm. Nutrition is a huge part of that. The way that your metabolism can handle things, your immune function can handle things based on that antioxidant content. So coming back to, to that, that's one part of it in terms of recovery. So like in terms of an athlete, in terms of someone recovering from sickness, that can be one factor of it. Micronutrients in your diet are things that people think are lacking. The American Dietetic Association, so the governing body that overlooks dietetics in this country, says that a well-planned plant-based diet is suitable for all stages of life from pregnancy, infancy, all the way through to elderly adulthood. If the governing body who oversees nutrition studies in this country says that, I think it's safe to say that as long as it's well-planned, you're on good ground. And what I think is important to understand there is that you just need diversity of plants. What I mean by diversity of plants is the fact that people fall into the trap, dude. If they're just eating plant-based meat alternatives, like beyond meat and rice, yeah, sure. That, I mean, you could eat like just steak and rice and you're not going to be that healthy. Diversity of plants, like adding in like uh, sprouted foods, living foods, fruits, all these types of like whole plant foods, that's going to give you the wider range of micronutrients that you will need to perform at a high level. And I've actually done a lot of what I do when I'm coaching people is I will get them to track their food in Chronometer or MyFitnessPal and I look at what micronutrients they are hitting. And it is not hard to hit all your micronutrient ratios and targets if you have the right system and plan. Another thing that I want to say, especially with the athletes, is that protein, it's not just about protein. It's about amino acid content, but it's also about how your body absorbs those things. Most people's digestion is shot. Their, their, their ability to absorb nutrients is not good because they don't consume enough fiber. They're consuming way too much alcohol, caffeine, and acids, processed foods. And so because of that, their digestion is not good. They don't even absorb the protein content they are eating. They just poop it straight out. Yeah. And so from, so from that perspective, if you increase your gut health, you increase your absorption rates, therefore you actually have a better chance of absorbing a wider range of amino acids, even with less calories and food. And I found that to be true across the board, man. Like being vegan now for seven years and coaching people through this process and even seeing how you perform, um, you, you know these things are just misinformation and myth that gets perpetuated through the fitness industries. Um, but yeah, I mean, we can dive into any of those topics that I just mentioned, if you want to go yeah. further. Sure, man. And, and, and that's why, you know, cause I, I've always had that seed of doubt in me to the information we were given. I remember even like watching the TV and listening back when I used to watch the news when I was younger and I would catch, like, if you really listen to how they phrase things linguistically, yeah. you know, they'll say, you know, anonymous sources say, and I would stop and say, who the fuck is the anonymous source? And you guys listen to the shit and you act like it's the Bible, you know? So, yeah. you know, that's kind of what told me, you know what, just try it. And I think through trial and error, I figured it out, right? And then I realized very quickly, you're right. I had two ankle surgeries. The inflammation on that ankle 
has virtually just disappeared, right? I've actually been able to rehab it successfully, not get it back to what it was before because of all the damage that I sustained, but close to it as far as range of motion and performance. I'm training with people because I'm 34 now. I'm training with people who are 18, 20, 21. My endurance is probably three times what theirs is. I recover faster from workouts. I haven't lost any strength. You know, even though I'm not lifting as many weights as I used to, I'm yeah. still as strong, if not stronger, and I recover quicker and I feel better. Like I can work out yep. and be exhausted. And an hour and a half later, I'm good. I'm like, dude, let's do another workout. And everyone else is like, man, yeah. I need to take a week off. So my experience, my subjective experience without even having your knowledge yet has already been tremendous. So in my mind, it's like, why would I, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. What I want to pass with you, because this is the biggest one I get from athletes, is they feel like if they're on plant-based, they can't build muscle and have a yeah. good physique, you know? So maybe like if you can give them two or yeah. three tips or, you know, miss uh, in regards to that, because that's the number yeah. one question I get, especially from men. Yeah. So the first thing that I will say with, and I know that you know this coming from a training background, is that they need to check the way that they train. One of the things that I found across the board with people because we travel and we'll sometimes hold workshops and gyms where I meet people that I've connected with online and they're like, Oh dude, I'm having trouble building muscle. And then I see how they train and I'm like, dude, you are so far from hitting mechanical overload on your sessions. It's not even fun. Like your training, your training intensity is so far from actually being what you're capable of that that's part of your problem. So that's the first thing is people literally need to check out the, the, the way that they're overloading their training and get really, really intentional about the way that they lift and to, to not think that they know it all. Like, like I'm still learning 15 years into my lifting journey and I definitely don't know it all, but I definitely training is a universal thing that people tend to start off on the wrong foot with in the first place. But beyond that, when it comes to plant-based diets and building muscle, the only thing that I say to people to focus on first is total calories. Total calories, man. Like, I have seen people build muscle and lose body fat with a multitude of different types of macronutrient ratios. And what I mean by that is some people have built muscle and lost body fat on a higher fat whole food plant-based diet. Some people have done it with a higher carbohydrate plant-based diet. Some people have done it with like a mixed ratio. Some people have done it with higher protein. I've seen it happen and I've actually tested it on myself where I've seen this in real time with myself and other people that I've coached where depending on their needs and the state of their digestion and their biofeedback, everyone's a little bit different with their food choices. So I definitely... Don't think that it's like one size fits all within a plant-based diet. I think you can find your perfect sweet spot. What I say to them is focus on total calories first. If you get yourself into a caloric surplus where you are slowly creeping up in body weight, even just a little bit, you and you're training well, you will definitely see muscle and strength gains, even if your protein content is less than what you're familiar with. The first premise that people have to let go of is this notion that they need so much protein in the first place. That's the problem. I think that their thinking of that is their baseline. Like I must hit that in order to maintain what I've got. I'm here to tell you, what if it was more than just protein? What if 
the types of colored vegetables and the types of fruits and the types of nuts and seeds and living foods like sprouted lentils, broccoli sprouts, all these other things. What are those types of things? created chemical shifts in your body that changed your hormonal profiles in a good way in terms of increasing your testosterone production, bringing down estrogen and decreasing cortisol response, improving insulin sensitivity. All of these things actually are what help you build muscle. And so I can look at someone's blood work and I can tell them what they should be doing with their diet based off the numbers on their blood work. And there's a whole thing around soy products and estrogen and testosterone and this and that and the other. I have blood work from multiple people and myself showing that that's just not the case. That people have used tofu or tempeh in their diet and their estrogen has dropped by 50 points and their testosterone has gone up. That's partly to do with lifestyle, dude, like stress reduction. You remove alcohol, you remove processed foods from your diet. And think about it like this. What what is what is the animal products that people consume? They all come from female animals. Female animals have tons of circulating estrogen in their bodies. We're, con we're consuming mammalian secretions. That's, a, that's estrogen, liquid estrogen, basically. And so we don't eat roosters and we don't eat bulls. We eat cows, chickens, pigs, all the female animals. And people forget that. And, I, and when I say that to them, I'm like, look, you're worried about the phytoestrogen and this plant. You should be worried about the mammalian estrogen in the animal products you're consuming. And that's why you see early onset puberty in so many children now, because they're getting so much IGF-1 and estrogen in dairy, for example, and they're hitting puberty at nine years old. And that's part of, I think, what we need to look at as a, as a society and recognize, wow, like, there is so much dysfunctional health. What is going on here? So anyway, to go off on a path, to go back to the athletes and stuff, um, definitely like when you think about all your diet as an all-encompassing thing, right? And you think about your digestion and improving nutrient absorption via getting better you know, pre and probiotic foods into your diet and more fiber, your ability to assimilate and, and absorb amino acids and recover and bring down catabolic hormones like cortisol and adrenaline, that helps you build muscle. So it's not just, here's one thing you need to worry about. It's not just like, here's protein. If you get enough of that, you're good. If that was the case, people could just keep eating endless amounts of protein and they would just keep growing, building muscle. But at a certain point, you get unhealthy. You get reflux. You start build, growing tumors and all kinds of things. Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize as an athlete, if you're interested in longevity, and in your career and recovery. And like you were saying, man, like you can, you can bounce the ball around and then you're or trained and then you're ready to go again quickly. That's a sign that your, your heart rate variability is very good. And so much of that is driven by nervous system function. And so much of that is driven by dietary choices and recovery with sleep and all these other things. It's a big synergy. They, they all come together in this, in this symphony that creates a good environment to thrive in. And I think that is a testament to why your mental acuity is so high because you're so cognizant of what you put into your body. And that's a huge part of the equation. So for anyone who's trying to sell or be an entrepreneur and get things done, 
if you are worried about any of that stuff, you need to improve the quality of your foods. And then you improve your athleticism and your recovery. You can have all of these things. You don't have to pick one. You know? Yeah, I love that, man. And you know, kind of my whole thought process behind it is just taking us away from what has been created as unnatural and just getting back to natural, right? I mean, oh, you look man. at yeah. every part of our existence, you know, we live in homes that look like prisons, right? Apartment complexes look like jails, right? We're away from nature, right? Think of all the food that most people consume, like 99% of it's processed. We've introduced so much unnatural things that our human nature has become human unnatural. And then we complain about all these issues that we have, man. So I think it's scary for people, but in reality, all we're doing is stripping away the conditioning and getting back to what we were, you know, thousands of years ago where, yeah, we have technology now, but uh, from a diet perspective and lifestyle, you know, we didn't have what we have now and all these other issues. So I look yeah. at us evolving technologically, but as human beings, it seems like we're de-evolving. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Uh, I mean, I definitely think, especially in the US, there is massive issues with the food system. I think there is a scary tie in relationship with the food system and the drug system and the pharmaceutical industry and all of these industries that are profiting off people's addiction to foods that are highly addictive, highly processed, they get put in these disease states or they need to get put on medications for life and then they profit off them via pharmaceuticals. And I've seen guys come to me, um, a lot of guys will be typically what I've noticed on a combination of, of Ritalin or Adderall and hormone replacement therapy, for example. And I'm like, dude, you don't need to be on those things. Yeah. If you improve the quality of your diet and improve the quality of your lifestyle and get better sleep and put better content into your head and get inside in nature and get fresh air and stop breathing recirculated AC environments and get sun exposure and do ice baths and do saunas and do all these things, you will naturally improve the chemical balances in your body. That your doctor doesn't know that because they're taught to look at the blood work and what the problem is, and they just give you the solution via a prescription. That's what they are taught to do. And so, and it takes more discipline to do the other route, man. It takes more discipline to want to fix all these things and improve all these variables. And I do think there is a big problem with the way that the food system is. And you look at all the chemicals that are on food. That's another thing is that what I focus on now, especially with our daughter, for example, is that we always try to get the cleanest sourced food we can. Mm -hmm. Because if you're buying conventional produce from Walmart, for example, you might be eating a whole food plant-based diet, but it could be covered with chemicals. And those chemicals break down your gut lining. They cause autoimmune diseases. They can cause cancers. There's a reason why Roundup was just sued for $10 billion because of the, the, the damage that these chemicals do on our physiology. And that is a huge, huge thing that people need to be aware of. And so that's why, man, this, this, stuff, this stuff runs deep. This stuff runs really, really deep. And for me, I was a bodybuilder and I was hardcore into lifting, powerlifting for, for a long time. And I was focused more just on strength. Like, dude, I just wanted to be like the strongest vegan out there. Yeah. And I got to a certain point where I recognized, especially when my daughter was born. And also, I will tell you this. 
as, a, as someone who's been in the fitness industry for a while, there's a lot of people in the fitness industry who look great, but they feel like crap. Their energy levels suck. Their blood work sucks. They feel terrible. They probably have diseases because you can get abs and muscles and lose body fat and still be in poor health because of all the chemicals, all the processed foods that you're putting in your diet. And I said to myself, I do not want to be like that. I want better energy. I want more mental clarity. I want to recover better. I want to have optimal health for myself, longevity, for my family. And so that really led me down the path of the plant-based diet, but even deeper than that into, into living foods, sprouted foods. How can I increase the, the nutrient profiles of these foods, calorie for calorie, gram, per, gram for gram? And so a big part of what I try to teach people now is you might have 2,000 or 3,000 calories. That's cool. But how can we jam as much nutrient density into that allocation as possible? And what does that do for you? That improves everything, man. Everything that we've just talked about on this podcast so far, it improves all of that via nutrient density, like micronutrients. And I think that's massively lacking. I, I think from memory, the average American gets under 10 grams of fiber per day. Many of them are so constipated, they go to the toilet like once a week. I can't even mentally wrap my head around that. <laughs> I would be, I'd be so scared to use the bathroom. Yeah. It's just, it defies me, dude. And people don't recognize that. Like, and I know that you talk a lot about this, like your presentation. If you're, if you're overweight and you're big and sweaty and you just look disheveled, people are going to look at you, man. And they're going to make an assumption about your lifestyle and habits. Mm -hmm. So for a big thing that drives me is I want to create a nice image for people. I want to present myself in a high energy kind of way. And I cannot tell you enough, man, how much food, nutrition, dietary choices, those things really drive that. Yeah, man. I love it, dude. I think this is a good pause point, dude. And then we can do a, a part two, obviously. You have a wealth of knowledge, man. Yeah. So I, I want to give you the opportunity now here at the end to, you know, if people want to reach out to you, do you have a website, yeah. do you have a book, do you have any products or coaching, please go ahead and, and, and give them all right now. Yeah. So uh, if you search me on Facebook, Fraser Bailey, F-R-A-S-E-R-B-A-Y-L-E-Y, -E um, and you search vegup.ig, that's our Instagram. Uh, and we are just rebranding from Evolving Alpha to VegUp. And so I can give you any of those links that you can put in the show notes as well um, for, for our sure. website and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, man, that's it, brother. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. And then uh, definitely we'll continue this because I know this is a really hot topic, man. And because like I told you, I'm just now studying into it. I don't really talk about it because I'm not well versed in it yet. So I don't, I don't want to give pseudoscience or what I think. <laughs> I want to hit people with, you know, cold, hard facts so I can debate somebody and just pick yeah. them apart, you know, and that's just the way I am. I don't talk about shit that I'm not well informed in and have facts. And if I do, I say, hey, this is my opinion. And then I talk about it. And I think too many people, man, are walking around with hats on saying, plant-based sucks and all that and they don't know shit and they're just parrot, yeah. uh, parroting information that's all been pseudoscience or anti because you know I look at like research uh, that people do right like I remember there was an egg study that came out saying eggs are good for you and who was it funded <laughs> yeah. by who was it funded by the fucking egg, egg industry <laughs> dude, and people that's... try to tell me that that doesn't matter yeah. I'm like dude for them to release it they have to talk to them and say is this okay you think they're gonna yeah. allow them to release information yeah. 
anti them when they're funding it? Of course not. That is the, uh, there's a book called Metanomics and it talks all about the paper trail, the money trail. If you follow that, you can look back at any of the so-called compelling research articles that, you know, try to basically dismantle a vegan diet and it always goes back to the animal agriculture industry. So that's definitely for another, for another time, but man, it's been a pleasure talking to you, brother. And let's, let's definitely do more of this because I feel like your audience, if they can get more strategic content and value around their diet, they're just going to improve the quality of their life. even more. Absolutely, man. I agree. So send me those links, dude. Um, and then when I Whoa. post this tonight, I'll put them all in the description for you. Cool. Cool. Awesome. All right, brother. See you later.